First time I ever heard that song, I told Stacy, I said, we've got to get the music to that. Mm -hmm. And you've got to play it. Amen. Amen. That was, pretty that was pretty, that pretty piano music. <laughs> I wrote it and helped her. <laughs> that was Ain't that right, Miss Stacy? <laughs> <laughs> Settle down back there. Settle down back there. Well, amen. No, I can't read music. I can't play music. Hmm. Uh, I can barely sing music, so we're all right. John chapter 5, John chapter 5, speak to you this morning on the upset Jews, the upset Jews in this story. Last week we talked about the man who was at the pool and needing somebody to help him, and he wasn't there swimming, all right, he was there in need of some help. Uh, the Bible says an angel would come by the water and stir the water. And uh, the first person in the water would be healed. Well, this man needed help. There was no one there to put him in the water. He had been sick for 38 years. It's a long time to be lame. long time to be sick. He didn't have anybody to put him in the water. And then Jesus came by that day. On the Sabbath day, nonetheless. Jesus looked at him and he said, what's stopping you from getting in the water? He says, sir, I don't have anybody to put me in the water. And Jesus says, well, get your bed up and take off walk. Amen. The Bible says, and immediately in verse number 9 is where we will start reading this morning is John chapter 5 and verse number 9. And uh, if you've got your Bible, let's go ahead and stand if you can. And we'll start reading there. We'll read exactly. Pick up right where I just stopped that story. Jesus tells him to pick up the bed and walk. Verse number 9, the Bible says, And immediately, and immediately, the man was made whole, and took up his bed and walked. And on that same, on the same day was the Sabbath. Now, if any of you, you guys know as well as I do, that in Jewish custom, that Sabbath day was the day of rest. It was the day they didn't do anything. And so it was unlawful to a lot of the uh, Jewish people. They thought Jesus had done something unlawful here. Healing somebody on the Sabbath day. <coughs> Verse number 10. The Bible says, The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them. He said, the, he said that may... Afterward, Jesus findeth him where? In the temple. Mm -hmm. And said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. 
the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made me old. Amen. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My father worketh hitherto, and, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought, to, sought the more to kill him because he had not only broken the Sabbath, but said, said also that God was his father in making himself equal with God. Jesus, of course, we understand that Jesus is just setting the stage for what's going to take place later on in his life where the Jews will take him and kill him. So he's setting the stage. When Jesus on, saved Bruce. me, he didn't wait till tomorrow. That's right. When I prayed and asked for salvation, he didn't say, well, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow to heal you. He said, no. Come on. And immediately, yes. he cured me. Let's, let's pray this morning. I got a couple thoughts for you about them being upset, the criticism and the, and the cruelty that takes place here. But let's pray. Lord, we've prayed. We've sang. Lord. We ask that your Holy Spirit be felt. Yes. Your Holy Spirit yes. be heard. The Bible teaches us that not only be hearers of the word, but doers also. Yes. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be a doer this morning. I want to thank you for each and every person that is here this morning that got up yes. on their Sunday morning to come to church. Yes. introduction we see criticism came immediately as soon as he healed him the criticism came in verse number 10 they the Jews therefore said unto him it was cured it's the Sabbath day it isn't it isn't it like the better uh, better than saying uh, well isn't this the Sabbath I mean it's the Sabbath day come on I mean what was going on with this guy these these uh, religious Jews were so upset that Jesus had done something on the Sabbath day, or that this man was doing something on the Sabbath day. This man had been sick for 38 years. They could recognize, they knew who he was, they understood. I don't know how long he sat at that pool. I don't know if he sat at that pool for 10 years or 5 years. Maybe he was sat at the gate begging for money years and years and years. But he had been sick for 38 years, so the Jews knew exactly who he was. And so when they saw him up walking around, with his bed in his hand, the first word they had to say to him was, what are you doing walking around on the Sabbath day? Look, I don't know about you, but if I see a lame man who'd been sick for some 38 years, when I see him the first time, you know what I'm going to say? What happened? Who healed you? How'd you get them legs working? What's going on, man? No. 
first thing the religious Jews do because they're so concerned and so sucked up in their religion that it can't be out of the ordinary. It can't get out of that box. It has to fit in there. And if it's not in that box, then I, I can't handle it. No! They look at him and say, what are you doing? What are you doing getting your bed up on the, on the Sabbath day? Instead yeah. of worrying about how he got up yeah. on the Sabbath day. Not only do you see the criticism, they, they immediately begin to criticize this, this man who was just doing what he was told to do. Right. They criticize him carrying his bed. They criticize him for getting up and walking. Look, if I hadn't been walking for 38 years and someone gives me the strength to get my legs going up, I think that I'd go to walking. Amen. Wouldn't you? Be jumping up and down. Come on. Yeah. I'd be running, yeah. running down the street, jumping up and down. Come on. Hey, man, I hadn't had this knee work this good in that long. Come on. I mean, it's been 38 years my knee hadn't worked. It's been 38 years since my foot hadn't touched the ground. Come on. Man, I'm excited. Come on. And they want to come by and criticize him because he's walking on the Sabbath day. Now, isn't it like some Christians to do? Did you see what she had on this morning in church? Woo! Oh, she should go home and change. I mean, I'm telling you. Right. Amen. I've seen it do. Amen. I've seen it work like that. The, 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 the mossy back Christian who's been in church forever looks back and says, Did you, did you see who was in church today? Can you believe that they're in church? Right. 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 Just be glad they were in church. Amen. Just be glad they had clothes on, right? Amen. <laughs> Preach it. But we've become so consumed with, well, it's got to do this. And it's got to fit in this box. And if it doesn't do that, then now we can't handle it. We want to put God in a box. We want to put his, everything that God does in a box. Well, God, God can't save him. Man, wicked man. Not so. And it's not so. Amen. God saved me. That's right. Man made. Oh, wretched man that I am. Yes. God saved me. Yes, yes, yes. One time, I remember we had a man of our church years ago, and he had had a bad past. He had gotten out of jail and came to church. And being in a small town, everyone knew that he had been in jail. And I remember the reaction of Christians in that room that night. As he came, he said in church, just trying to do better for himself. And they began to snicker. And they began to talk. Yeah. And they began to make fun of the man who yes. had been in jail. Yes. Who was just trying to do right by himself. Lord help. Yes. That's Lord, right. God help. That's exactly yeah. What was taking place on that morning when they saw him walk? What are you doing here? Why are you carrying that bed? What a wrong attitude Amen. takes place. It does take place in churches today. That's why a lot of people are scared to go to church. That's right. That's right. Everybody needs to be felt felt welcome, regardless of race or creed or color. Or religious background. Right. Every single person needs to feel welcome. Yes. Come on, preach it, brother. Come on. When it comes to these doors being open. Yeah. But if sin is preached against, it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's all right, because sometimes I feel a little uncomfortable. Come on. Amen. Amen. But everybody needs to feel that way. Yeah. You know, religiously, according to their 
the way that the wall was written, it was okay to do an act of mercy on the Sabbath day. It was okay. Not only was it okay to show an act of mercy on the Sabbath day, it was also okay to rescue somebody's ox who had fallen in the ditch. And it was okay for them to go get it. But these religious group or this religious crowd was so consumed with making the law say whatever they wanted it to say. And they wanted to be judgmental of something that they shouldn't have been judgmental of because it was an act of mercy. Someone's ox was stuck in a ditch and Jesus went by and grabbed him out by the poo and said, get your bed and go to walk him. And the religious crowd wanted to criticize him. Yeah. Amen. Right. And it's still being done today. Criticize Jesus. Criticize. Just it per, they perverted the truth to fit the narrative in which they wanted to write. That's right. Because it that wasn't the truth. It was lawful for him to do what he did. It was okay for him to tell that young man to pick his bed up and to walk. Come on. It was okay. And there's many today that want to pervert the truth. And pervert the Bible. And they can say things that doesn't. And they can say you ought to do this. And make it tough. The Bible is true. Every Amen. word of it is God. And we shouldn't add to it. Or take away from it. Amen. It is pure. It is accurate. It is 100% inherent from God. This is His book. And we all follow it. Amen. Not add to it. That's what they were doing that day. They were perverting it. May I humbly submit to you today. There's too much perversion going on with this book today. Yes, you're right. They perverted it. They criticized him. Verse number 13, look at this. Look at verse number 13. It's interesting to note that he that healed, he that was healed wished not who it was. See, Jesus was so concerned about getting the pat on the back. Jesus was so concerned with making sure that he got credit that he made sure that that man who had been sick for 38 years knew who healed him. That's how concerned he was about getting the credit. He didn't even know who healed him. He didn't even know who said, get your bed up and walk. He didn't even know. He didn't even know who said it. Yeah. That's how concerned Jesus was with his own credit. Yeah. The Bible says that he humbled himself as a servant. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Too many times we want the pat on the back. Yeah. Right. Did you see what I just did? <laughs> Woo! You know what an anonymous gift is? Anonymous. Yeah. They don't want to know who it's from. But some people want an anonymous gift to be known. Did you see what I just gave? <laughs> yeah. Did you see what I just contributed? Did you, did you see? Look, it's okay to give gifts or give something or do something for somebody and not know who did it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus went by, told him, hey, hey, get that bed up and walk. I'm going. And he left him. He didn't stand around and tell him, hey, I'm Jesus. Now you go tell everybody who I am. He didn't oh, stand man. there for pictures. Right. Now how often do we want that? Mm. Man, I helped you out. Mm. Come on. Did you tell everybody about that? Yeah. Give me the pat on the back. 
Yes. Yes. But it was about glorifying one man. Yes. And that wasn't Jesus. It was about glorifying God. Yeah. You know what everything that takes place in this church needs to be done? Glorify man, right? Give him a pat on the back. Yeah, Lord. Woohoo! If I get the applause, man, I'm doing That's not right, is it? No. It's about one man getting glory. That's right. And that's God. Amen. He didn't even know who it was. But then also, you know, in verse number 14, where was he at? Where did that, where did that man of 38 years, where's the first place he went? Church. He went to church. He didn't go to his mama's house. He didn't go to his uncle's house. He didn't go to his aunt's house. He went to church because he knew he had been healed. He knew that there was a nobody but God that could have saved him, that could have grabbed him up 38 years and caused him to walk. So the first place he wanted to be at was in church. Amen. 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 What does that tell me? I'm a born-again believer. There ain't nobody that's ever saved me like Jesus. Amen. Ain't nobody ever done nothing for me like Jesus. And you know what I need to do? I need to be in church. I need to be in the temple praising and worshiping God for all that he has done. Amen. I need to be there. Because the first place he got, first place he went after he got saved was the church. Isn't that interesting? Now let's get to the sermon. You guys, man, I thought we was already in the sermon. No. Here we go. Once Christ is rejected by somebody, the contact, the con, sorry, the conduct of that person gets worse. Once they reject who Christ is, once they reject what Christ has done, their conduct gets worse. And you'll see in this text how quickly their conduct turns. Because the first reaction was, hey, who told you you could grab that bed? Set. Well, let's look at the cruelty. How cruel were they of their hatred? In verse number 16, what did they say? And when therefore did the Jews persecute who? <laughs> Jesus. And they sought to slay him. Verse 18. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. They were trying to kill him. They were crying to, trying to slay him. They were crying, trying to persecute him all because of what he did on the Sabbath day. All because he healed a man on the Sabbath day. He messed their little box up. Yeah. He come in and messed it all up, but they wanted to be cruel to him. They hated him. It was an unjustified cruelty towards Jesus Christ. And there was no justification in them being mad at him. There was no justification in them persecuting Jesus Christ. None. Zero. Zip. But they were so upset that he messed up their box. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why they didn't accept him as being king. Right. And I'm going to say this. As nicely as I can. That's why religion will send you to hell. Amen. Because it's not about religion. Right. It's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Because the religion of the Jews was it's this box and no more. And don't you dare mess it up. Come on. Right. And here came Jesus. Hey, get your bed up and walk. That just 
totally messed them up. Yes. You can't do that. You can't do that. I'm here to tell you, it's not about religion. <laughs> no, no, no. And it never has been. Come on. No. Yeah, you're right. You're so caught up in religion. It's not about religion. It's about Jesus Christ and the relationship I have with Him. Yeah. And I've said it, I'll probably say it every Sunday, but I love to say it. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Regardless of religion, regardless of race, regardless of creed, regardless of where you come from, it's not about that. It's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. And they were being cruel to him because of their religion. Yeah. yeah. Messed it up. Yeah. You can't have that. Can't have that. No, 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 no. That's killing. That's killing. It's persecuting. Yeah. And they sought from that day forward to kill Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to kill him. They were cruel. They hated him. And we see number one, the cruelty. What caused this hatred? Number two, the cause of their hatred. Look at verse number 16. <clears throat> Why did they do it? Because he had done. These things on the Sabbath day. Verse 18. But said also that he was God, his father, was with his was his father, making him equal with God. Well, God forbid that he would help somebody who is in need on the Sabbath day. Amen. You understand? They were upset more. They were upset with more than just, oh, he helped somebody on the Sabbath day. Let's kill him. Why are they so upset with that? To me, to be honest with you, it doesn't make sense. I want to kill you. You helped somebody out. You got somebody to take their bed and walk. I'm going to kill you. What's wrong with you? You won't cause this because, I, and I'm, I'll move on to the next point. But literally, they were so concerned about their religion mm -hmm. that they couldn't see past their face. Right. Right. They couldn't see it. They couldn't see how Jesus Christ was the Son of God and that He came to make men whole. As He said in Luke, I have come, now seeking to save that which was lost. Yeah. He did not come to call the righteous. Yeah, he came to call sinners to repentance. That's what he came for. That's, right. That's what he came for. Right. And so when he came that day and he saw the man sitting at the pool of Bethesda, he wanted to help him. He wanted to encourage him. He wanted him to walk again. He wanted him to have faith in him, to go to heaven. That's what he wanted for that man, that layman who'd been sick for 38 years. That's what he wanted. And when Jesus came by that day, he did give him that. But the the religious crowd was so stuck in their box they couldn't see nothing. They couldn't understand that why would you help somebody on the Sabbath day? Right. right. I don't understand. I don't understand. Why would he do that? Let's look at the countering that Jesus does to him. Look what, look what Jesus said. 
He said, well, you don't understand. You're being cruel. You're persecuting me. You want to kill me. We see the cause. But let's look at the, his counter to them. Verse number 17, and I'm done. Verse number 17, the Bible says, but Jesus answered, and I answered them, my father. Hmm? My father worketh here too, hitherto, and I work. Amen. His answer to them, you want to know why I told him to pick up that bed and walk? You want to know why I did it on the Sabbath day? You want to know why I broke your, what, what you call a law, which isn't? He said, you want to know why? He said, my father told me it was okay. And that's Amen. enough. Woo. My father told me it's enough. He said, it's okay if I heal him. My father said it's okay. He was directed by God. They didn't like that he was directed by God. They didn't like that he was working by God and for God. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. The truth upsets evil men. It just made them mad. It just made them upset because Jesus spoke the truth. Look, I'm here and I told him to get up out of that bed and walk. Because I was come from the father. Yeah. He told me it was okay. Yeah. He told me it was okay. He told me it was okay. Truth upsets evil men. Yeah. Can't handle it. Can't accept it. Which you know, like I know, the Bible says the truth shall make you free. free. Amen. And you shall be free indeed. Indeed. Hallelujah. What's that truth? Yes. Jesus. Yes. As and his word. This blessed old book that I hold in my hand, it's true from beginning to end. It's a solid foundation where I firmly stand. Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me from sin. Well, I think what it costs just to hold in my hand. I'm reminded that I owe a great debt to all of the martyrs who rose to the stake and glory with their dying breath. Well, its critics are many and the labors are few, but one thing I found to be true when you find, when you read it, that there's something wrong, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. It's this blessed old book that I hold in my hand. It's true from beginning to end. It's a solid foundation where I firmly stand. Sin kept me from it. Now it keeps me from sin. Amen. Amen. All Jesus spoke to them was the truth. Yeah. Hey, you got a problem with me being doing this? I'm just doing what I was told to do. Right, right. You know why they got upset? At that moment, he identified himself as the Son of God. Yeah. And they didn't like it. Do you know, still to this day, there are people who don't want to accept Jesus as the Son of God. Hey, look, there may be critics. I mean, there, there will always be persecutors. There are people too that are that are in this world today that will die for our faith today. All across this world, yeah. where the Bible is outlawed, 
there are still Christians in those countries yeah. will stand and speak the truth because the truth will make you free. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Christian. What's our treatment towards others? Are we critical? Like these men were critical? Man, what are you doing, Jesus? Right. Let's stand with Jesus. Lord, I love you. Thank you for this morning. Lord, I pray that your hand of mercy, grace, be evident this morning. Lord, I thank you for all that you've done. Lord, thank you for saving me. I pray that we'd always make time for the Lord. Pray if there's one in here this morning that's not for sure about heaven, I ask that they get that settled. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for what you've done. And in Jesus' Every head bowed, every eye closed. Please, no one looking around. You say, Brother Trenton, I'm sitting here this morning, and I know there is not a doubt in my mind. I'm going to heaven when I die. Would you just put your hand up? Thank you so much for being honest. Hands up all over the room. You say, Brother Trenton, I think. I'm not for sure that I'd go to heaven. I, I'd like to say I would, but I'm just not for sure. This morning, is there one like that? This morning, says Brother Trent, would you pray for me? Would you just put your hand up and say, Brother Trent, would you pray for me? Just put your hand up and put your hand down anyway like that this morning. Thank you. You say, Brother Trent, and God spoke to my heart yeah. during the message. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not asking for something specific, but you say, Brother Trent, God spoke to my heart. Would you pray for me? I will. Just put your hand up and put your hand down. Hands up all over the room. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Just put your hands down. May us. God spoke to my heart. I'm going to take a few minutes. I'm going <laughs> to pray at the altar for those that did raise their hand. But I also want to give you a chance and opportunity to pray yourself. In just a moment, we're going to stand. If God's worked on your heart about something, you need pray. Whether it's in your seat or whether it's at the altar. But I want each and every one of you to ask yourself, if God spoke to me, then I need to deal with it. <clears throat> so let's all stand. If God spoke to your heart, I encourage you to come pray. Let's pray tonight.